Well, good morning, afternoon, evening, or ass crack of dawn to you race fans, and welcome back to Roland Race News. Let's go ahead and start this one off with a question. What is winning? Now, I believe that winning can be different from the racetrack to life. A win at the racetrack for me is just to have a good night and not trip and stumble over my words or pronounce anybody's name wrong. For me, a win in life is to be able to hop on my bicycle and get to work without getting spattered in rainwater. So on a day like today, probably not going to win. But that's all right, because we'll win again tomorrow, because this is Nebraska, and our weather changes every 25 minutes. What the hell does this have to do with racing or the Roland Race News podcast? Well, I'll let you know. For any of our listeners that haven't met me personally, or some people that just haven't noticed, because I know several people who haven't noticed my issue, who've known me for years, I have what's called ocular albinism with nystagmus. Ocular albinism and nystagmus are, well, they're both an eye condition. Ocular albinism is essentially just being very, very sensitive to the sun. You know, like you see an albino person, that's an albino with skin pigmentation issues. Mine is in the eyes. I still get by. I do okay. I ride my bike a mile to work every day and a mile back. But in order to advance in motorsports, as a lot of you guys know, I'm the pit reporter out at Eagle Raceway and I do this. So, in order to advance and move forward with this, I've... I've talked with a couple other tracks that would be interested in me coming around and helping out. And I just flat out can't do it without a driver's license and a first shift job. I work second shift for the company that I work for now. It's great. I actually really enjoy my job, but I'm looking for something different before March so I can maybe expand my horizons and go down the road a little bit further. In order to do that, it's not as simple as just going to the eye doctor, getting a doctor's note, heading to the DMV, doing the test, and getting on down the road. For me, it's going to start with a Goldman Eye Field exam. Now, what that is, is essentially where they go, okay, look through this, look through that. If you've been to the eye doctor, you know some of the machines. If you've been to the low vision eye doctor, you know about a lot of those machines. So, that field test is kind of the least of my worries. My younger brother also has visual impairments. Growing up, it was kind of believed that it was worse than mine, so I have total faith that I'm going to be able to pull this off. Now, after that Goldman field test is where the expenses start to come in. This bioptic telescope, what a bioptic telescope is, I probably should have let you guys know that first, is a pair of glasses looks kind of like a pair of glasses but they never get laid again glasses because they've got a giant plastic bar across the top that has a telescopic lens which zooms in you know so i would be able to glance up out of my right eye keep my left eye on the road and see the street sign so i don't know how to explain this um when i was younger and didn't really care as much about the future. I did do some driving without a license. Uh, never pulled over until I was in a motorcycle accident. That was my driving without a license ticket. 
which we'll get back to a little bit later. So for me to drive, I have to get this bioptic telescope. Now that's about a $7,000 piece of equipment without insurance. Fortunately for me, I do have good insurance through my job and that's going to bring that cost down to about $3,000. So you figure $3,000 over the grand scheme of things, my prescription isn't going to change a lot per my eye doctor. So that's a $3,000 investment that if taken care of can last me the rest of my life. Now, the real kicker is the insurance. I don't know if you guys know this. Um, it's just what my insurance guy told me. I personally believe that most insurance men are liars. So I'm going to go with it. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But when you wait to get your driver's license past the age of 19, it really raises your premiums. So what a normal person, I mean, I don't even know what normal people pay for car insurance, but the quote that I got on a 96 four-door Cavalier, given my bad driving record with the one driving without a license ticket, my age and my high-risk driving, there's some more air quotes that you can't see, but as a high-risk driver with a visual impairment, the quote that I got on the 96 four-door Cavalier was $4,200. So in order to get this whole thing rolling, I'm, I'm looking at about $10,000 before I buy a car. Now, buying a car, I mean, that's simple. I don't need anything fancy. I'll drive whatever $500 shit box is going to be okay on insurance. So I've been approached by a lot of people that say, James, just start a GoFundMe. You've, you've got a lot of people that like you. People want to help you out. Well, I'm just not the type who would ever ask anybody for anything like that. I don't want a handout. It's just, it goes against my pride. So what I'm going to do instead, over the years I've collected a lot of die-cast cars, a lot of bar memorabilia. If you've ever been over to the house, you know I'm a Budweiser guy. Got a ton of Budweiser stuff in the collection. So what I'm going to do is thin out the herd, and clean out some of the collection cabinets. What we're going to do on the Roland Race News Facebook page, we're going to have some silent auctions. 48-hour silent auctions. Got some autographed die-cast stuff, bar memorabilia, some racing-related stuff that's been donated. Uh, Jack Gropp from the Nebraska Auto Racing Past, Present, and Future actually gave me an Eagle Raceway 30th anniversary belt buckle. Super cool. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those. I actually owned one, I guess, in a previous life, like right when I had first gotten out of high school. I don't know what the hell ever happened to it, but that's just one of the auction items. I've got some huge Budweiser and Bud Light helmets, uh, autographed Matt Kenseth diecasts, autographed Steve Kinzer, autographed Joey Saldana cars, and a lot more. Again, going to put that up on the Roland Race News Facebook page. Going to start it off on Black Friday. It's going to be 48-hour auctions. They start at midnight, and they end at midnight, 48 hours following. Winner, if, if you're from out of town, not in Lincoln, Nebraska, buy or pay shipping. I'll make sure that I can do my best to get you the best shipping rate out there. If it's a local pickup, I will ride my bike over and drop it off to you, or you can come pick it up. 
this is just my way of not only cleaning out my closets, but also finding a way to raise some funds without really asking anybody to give me anything. So, that was pretty difficult. I'm not the person that really likes to talk about my eyesight. It's always something, you know, you go through school, you get made fun of. It's something that you're kind of embarrassed for. But for me, it's just a daily reality. You know, you've you got to keep on living. You got to keep on moving and try to advance and move forward. So that's what I'm going to do for the bioptic for the foreseeable future. I am looking to be driving legally with a license, hopefully by July. I'm thinking my 30th birthday, that'd be a great day to start driving and leave my car at Eagle because uh, my 30th birthday is going to be a party out there. Um, so yeah, we're going to try and get this thing rolling. So I'm kind of jumping around here. Again, back to what it's going to take. We've got the bioptic telescope, the insurance. That's all well and good. You know, I can raise the funds for that. I'm going to keep on saving. You know, I'm cutting back on buying booze and all this stuff just to try and raise the money. So we've got insurance. We've got bioptic. Those need to get taken care of. Now, as soon as I do this Goldman Eye field test and they say, okay, we can do this, and I send the specs off to start getting the bioptic made, then I have to go through vocational training. I mean, I already have a job, but I have to do vocational training, and that's up in Omaha. Essentially, what that is is about six weeks, one day a week of going to Omaha, sitting in the passenger seat of a car with a bioptic on my face, and basically telling the person driving the car what I see. You know, okay, we're coming up on 90th and Fort. Let's stop by the library pub for a whiskey. Uh, drive around like that, get that figured out. And then, and this isn't exactly necessary, but driver's ed. Driver's ed makes a huge difference on the insurance premiums. As much as I would love to learn how to drive from a friend of mine, you know, because hanging around the racetrack, we know some good drivers. Whether it's on the street or on the racetrack, we know some good drivers. So just a lot of expenses that come with this. And I mean, shit, it's going to, it's literally going to be a whole new world for me. Something different that I haven't been able to do before, especially legally. How nice would it be to be able to drive legally? I always tell people, you know, don't take that driver's license for granted. If you've had too much to drink, throw your keys on the floor mat and sleep where you're at. Keep it off the road if you're drinking and driving. That's why I have a camper, so I don't have to drink and drive or have somebody that's been drinking drive me home. That's going to be the big game changer for me because it's, I mean, it's difficult. Going out to Eagle Raceway on Saturday nights, I've got to give a huge shout out. So here comes a long list of people. I wouldn't be able to do this pit reporting thing or even this podcast without the kindness of some of my great friends that have became family. Uh, Jesse Johnson, she typically will drive me out after I get off work on Friday nights at 1130. She'll pick me and the dogs up. We'll go get some gas for the generator and the four-wheeler and cruise it on out to Eagle. I've also got to thank um, 
Jeff Reed, first and foremost. He got me home after the races each night this year. Left in great shape. Always got home safe. Uh, another couple people who have given me rides I just really want to shout out because without you guys, this wouldn't have been possible. I've walked to Eagle Raceway. I've ridden my bike to Eagle Raceway. But I tell you what, having a ride makes it a ton easier. So I got a shout out. Dylan Bridgman, Jackson Racing. That's the Jared Jackson Racing. All Tyler Jackson did was throw me on the ground. Oh, I know I'm forgetting some people, but Brittany Hubbard, Shelby Boston, you guys have all been my real heroes this summer for making this possible. Hopefully next year I won't have to ask anybody for a ride. Going to keep scratching and saving, doing the silent auctions on Facebook. This will be a goal. You know, for a New Year's resolution, that is my 2021. I have to get a driver's license. Whether it comes before racing season starts or whether it comes in the off season, rest assured by 2022, you're going to see me driving down the road. And you don't have to, you know, everybody's always joked, well, let me know when you're driving so I can stay off the roads. I've seen how you drive on the racetrack. You shouldn't be worried about me on the road. But anyways... I just kind of wanted to get that out of there. Sorry if it was a jumbled mess. I have a really difficult time talking about my eyesight to people that I, you know, I, it's just something that I don't like to bring it up. You, you get made fun of some for something your whole life, you know, going through school, and then you step out into the real world, and people just don't notice as much. People don't see my vision condition until they see either the thickness of my glasses or how close I look at my phone. But anyways, that's that story, just the way life is. Uh, let's get on to some racing news on the local and national dirt racing level. First and foremost, I want to give a little announcer congratulations to Jamie White. She's been announced as the kind of lead announcer for the Arkham Menard series. First female to be the lead announcer on a big national program like that. I think it's awesome. Continue to make advancements as humans. Great job. Congratulations. Did I say Jamie White? I meant Jamie Little. So if I said Jamie Little, yay me. If I said Jamie White, my bad. Um, great news for the Arkham Menard series. Great to see a lady coming in and taking over, kicking ass and taking names. I believe I also heard on the front stretch she was the first pit, first female pit reporter for the Indy 500. Not dirt track racing, but that's kind of where this all got its start. Speaking of dirt track racing and stuff that wouldn't normally happen, we've been used to seeing the Camping World Truck Series race at Eldora. I'm guessing it's between bad blood. Maybe NASCAR just decided that it was time for a change. But holy crap, NASCAR announced the Camping World Truck Series is invading Knoxville Raceway. I've never been to a NASCAR race before. I was really looking at going to Bristol come springtime for their cup race on dirt just to get that NASCAR race kind of off the bucket list. But Knoxville is a ton closer, and I like the truck series way, way better. So you can bet your boots. I went ahead and got six tickets on order. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, that thing is going to sell out fast. It's going down at Knoxville Raceway Camping World Truck Series July 9th. Uh, last time I looked, general admission tickets were $35, bucks, reserve seats $40. Bucks. That's still cheaper than going to a World of Outlaws show, folks. It's going to be a great opportunity to see something. I mean, we're, we're making history. 
first NASCAR race at Knoxville. It's going to be a damn good time. Now, drawing it in for a little bit more of the local news, Dirt Crown Promotions, LLC. Maybe that name doesn't sound too familiar. Well, it should, because you're going to hear it all over the Cornhusker State next year. Dirt Crown Promotions is also the Nebraska Dirt Crown. The Nebraska Dirt Crown is a four-day racing event that's going to be going down. We wanted to get it rolling this year, but of course, COVID ruined it like everything else. So Nebraska's Dirt Crown Spring Tour is going to be March 25th through the 28th. They're starting it off at US 30 Speedway on Thursday the 25th, Friday making the motor on over to I-80 Speedway, Saturday at Beatrice Speedway, and Sunday at one of my favorite racetracks ever, the Thayer County Speedway. They just did a fresh dirt work and reshape, brought in some new dirt there, so that's going to be a bad fast joint, and this is going to be a badass show. You've got four big classes, modified stock cars, sport mods, and hobby stocks. $2,500 to win the mods each night, $2,000 to win the stock cars each night. Excuse me, messed that up, looked at the thing wrong. Sport mods, $2,000 to win each night. Stock cars, $1,500 to win each night. And hobby stocks, $1,000 to win each night. They've also got points funds, uh, $2,500 for the mods. Sport mods, $1,500. Stock cars, $2,000. And hobby stocks, $1,000. I flip-flopped that because they flip-flopped it on the flyer here. Stock cars are $1,500 points fund. And sport mods are $2,000 points funds. Uh, you've got a good little gear chart here to let you know what's going on. Uh, they're going to be doing a lot more stuff. Hard charger award, hard luck, different lap sponsors. I think I'm going to try to get involved in that and hopefully... Give those guys a little bit of money so we can make this a huge event for years and years to come. Scott Angel and Robbie Marsh, man, I tell you what, they have busted their ass to get this thing going and put together. And they've also taken over the Racers Winners Swap Meet, Racers Winter Swap Meet in Columbus. That's coming up Saturday, January 23rd. Get a hold of Dirt Crown, Pro excuse me, get a hold of Dirt Crown Promotions. LLC. I will go ahead and put their information in the bio for this episode. Um, I guess that's really a, all that I got for you this week, folks. I wanted to let you know a little bit about myself, a little bit about the eyesight, and a little bit about what I'm going to do to try and raise some funds to get this bioptic, get my driver's license, and start getting around to more racetracks. There's nothing that I would like more than to be able to say, hey, you want to come on the podcast? Let me drive to you. That is, I can't tell you how much I hate asking people to come up here. A couple weeks ago, I'm sure as you guys have heard, Tommy Denton from the Jefferson County Speedway drove all the way up from Beatrice to Lincoln just to sit down and talk with us. And I think that is super awesome. I hate asking people to come over or people to give me a ride places. So it's, it's just super cool that you guys have came this far to come on and do this little podcast. But I want to be able to come to you. I want to be able to say, oh, we had a big winner over at I-80 on Friday night or such and such got their first win at Beatrice. I'm on my way. I want to be able to drive down there and hang out with you guys and just do some more of these podcasts. Um, I want to apologize. I typically flow a little bit better, but I typically have a guest. It's kind of hard for me to talk about myself and my issues. But as always, I want to thank all you guys for tuning in. 
It's Thanksgiving week, so just be as safe as you can. We're in a messed up world right now. Do what you can to protect your grandma and grandpa. Spend some time with your family. And just have a great week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And thank you once again for tuning in to Roland Race News.